Gentlemen, James Marshall here. Now I'm just about to run off to the office and the office for me is out in the streets teaching a residential to a bunch of guys who are running around picking up girls. Before I run off to teach the first meditation class, I break down in meticulous detail 17 of the major seductions that happen in my book. And today I'm gonna to give you guys one of those breakdowns. This one's a pretty special one to me because this was the seduction where I was going from doing this a lot, practicing this a lot, starting to get results, getting dates, getting girls in bed. And then they reached a point where during this seduction, I really tipped over into becoming a natural. And what I mean by that is that it was no longer something that I was doing. It was an extension of myself. It really felt like it was instinct. And so this is a pivotal point, one that I hope you guys managed to get to in your seduction careers. And during this breakdown, I explain the internal changes that led to that. Welcome to the Natural Lifestyles Podcast with your hosts, James Marshall and Liam McRae, where we will be diving deep into the issues of modern masculinity, seduction, dating, lifestyle design, sexuality, psychedelics, you name it. This is the Natural Lifestyles Podcast. This story for me marked a massive transition. I wrote this at the time. The thing that I wrote was, the end of my most successful week of pickup to date in which I achieved my 12th and 13th scores for the year and graduate to true seducer which was what I wrote at the time, because this episode for me marked a, a massive internal shift. Leading up to that, I had been still getting results. I'd been going out, meeting women, I'd been getting laid. But from that point, I had a massive change in terms of my mentality, and I really internalized the identity of a seducer. It was not something that anymore that I was doing or practicing. It was something that I was. The reason why this had happened was because of the intensity of how much I had been going out and approaching girls. So if you're going and meeting one girl a week or doing the odd approach here or there, the reality, it's the same as, you know, if I pick up a guitar and play a couple of chords a week, I'm not ever going to get good. I may learn how to play a couple of songs. I may accidentally play something cool once or twice, but I'm not going to become proficient at this. And the answer is always, do this consistently. If you want to be good at this, you have to be approaching a girl every single day. And at that time, I was pretty much only doing seduction, playing music, and I was working as a massage therapist, doing a few massages a week to pay the bills. But as I said to myself at the beginning of this journey, I'm going to commit the next two years to getting spectacularly good at this, and no, no matter what. And that's what I was doing. And it was this point in this chapter where things really tipped over. This was my tipping point where I couldn't lose it anymore. It really felt like it was just something internal, something that was me and that, yeah, sure, I was going to get better and better and improve on it, but that from then on, I couldn't go back to being, to living in ignorance or to having insecurities about women or myself um, so much anymore. So what I noticed at this point was with this girl who I call Ebony, who was a absolutely gorgeous black girl was when I approached her, this was the, the first time that I really started to embody my concept of intent. Yeah, because I remember I'd finished playing music and she hadn't seen me play, so it wasn't because I was playing music. She'd arrived into the bar after we'd finished. I was just packing up. And I looked over and saw this girl and her friend looking at me. And I just felt in my cock, in my stomach, in my heart, this raw desire for her. And I just projected that into her eyes and then walked over to her and said, what are you looking at? And she said, maybe you. And I said, you're absolutely gorgeous. And she said, you're so hot. And so what was happening was this was super direct verbally. 
And a lot of guys get confused about what direct really means. Should they be going up and telling every single girl straight away that she's fucking gorgeous or something like this? And I would say generally no. There's lots of levels of direct. There's, there's subtleties in directness. Sometimes you're going up to a girl and saying, hey there, that is direct because I'm not hiding my intention. I'm not pretending I'm there to ask her the time. I'm showing her that I'm here because I want to meet her. And there'll be times and places where being very bold and very explicit and powerful with your words is important. And this was one of those moments. And how do you know when is the correct moment? This is where seduction starts to become more of an energetic thing. This is where I was really starting to live in this space now of feeling constantly into my sexuality and watching people carefully, meditating and allowing myself to develop more of an internal awareness at the same time that then developed external awareness so that when I caught the eye of, of this girl, I could see that she liked me, she was interested in me visually, but that's so what? All girls, they're walking down the street all day and they're looking at guys going, oh, he's cute, oh yeah, I do him, oh, he looks cool. But most of those guys don't get to have sex with those girls. It's not, that's just because a girl has a, a, a fleeting passing interest in you doesn't mean you can, you know, it's going to work. You still have to take that message and then put it back to her. And that's what I did in that moment. I just saw, okay, she's momentarily interested in me. And then I allowed myself to just feel, fuck, she's hot. I want that woman and roll with that feeling. And that was the basis of, basis that day was the basis of me developing a teaching uh, frameworks around intent and that is one of the fundamental principles that I teach in seduction as you'll see from this point on in the book I write less of the conversations previous to this I'm meticulously writing out exactly every single thing that I said to a girl no matter how boring or not particularly relevant this was because I thought it was really important to take note of what I said because I thought what I say is what makes the difference from this point on I really realized that what I say is not nearly as important as how I feel and what is the message that I'm projecting to her. So as a result, she felt, okay, this is a sexual man, he's powerful, um, he's going to get the job done. So she responded very quickly and then we escalated from there. The other thing to take from this interaction was to see that there are opportunities and windows that will open in a girl's desire and you need to move on them and capitalize on them fast. And I've mentioned this before that when a girl is aroused and interested in a guy, she will allow herself to be swept up in the moment and go on a wild sexual adventure. But you can't leave it. You can't leave it to, um, for a day or two because you're busy or something and expect that it's still going to be there. One of the characters from this book, Flows, once said to me, eh, don't feed the pussy, pussy gets angry, which is another one of his very succinct, wise sayings, which makes perfect sense. It's like women are different to us in the sense that if they're horny and they want to get laid and they're attractive, then they expect that they can. And any man that doesn't move on that, she immediately writes off as a pussy, basically. So in this situation, I still had to go home and do some stuff, and I was running around the city, um, and this girl was hanging out with her friends. But we were texting backwards and forwards, and she was sending me back these dirty texts, and I knew that I had a very small window of time that I had to operate on. And so I made it happen. I went home, took some magic mushrooms with Shay, and then quickly hooned back into the city, went up, grabbed her, and then we went home and had sex. And if I'd waited another hour or, you know, thought I'll catch up with her next time, it just wouldn't have happened. So please note that, gentlemen, there will be, there, there probably has already been many times in your life when a girl would have had sex with you and you didn't move on it. You didn't operate on it because probably you're waiting for express permission or some very, very obvious, you know, sign that she's okay with it. Women will give you signals. They'll give you hints but rarely will they explicitly tell you what they want. And you need to take those hints and move on them fast. Otherwise, you know, she'll just move on to the next guy. 
Thanks so much for listening to the Natural Lifestyles Podcast. Check us out on YouTube at The Natural TV. See you on the next episode.